Welcome to another episode of the Christian Coach Podcast. We're so excited for you to join with us today. Uh, my name is Jim Good. I'm currently serving with Nations of Coaches, and I'm joined by my co-host, Chad Simpson, who's with Athletes in Action. What's up, Chad? Hey, Jim. How's everything going for you? We're, we're good, man. Uh, excited. We've got first week of December. We're airing this episode and uh, so excited for our guest today. We are moving. Hard to believe. December 2nd, I asked my nine-year-old daughter how many days to Christmas. She did not blink. 23 days. She was on it. So exciting time of the year. Uh, Dr. Denny is our guest today, and I believe, Chad, it's our first female coach in season three. So enjoyed this conversation with her. Uh, have a great relationship as she was actually one of my mentors and college professor when I was studying coaching physical education uh, back at Clearwater Christian. But a big congratulations to her, Bob Jones University, as she's the head women's volleyball coach. Uh, we recorded the episode mid-September, and now this will be coming out here uh, December. And just recently, Chad, they won their fifth national championship in a row. Amazing. That is, that's huge. And yeah, they are part of uh, NCCAA Division II. So Bob Jones is making the transition to NCAA Division III next fall. But again, congratulations to Coach Denny. We're excited uh, for you guys to hear more of her story. Chad, anything to uh, lock in on or takeaways? I loved this episode. Dr. Denny was, was awesome. Um, I really enjoyed it. So many takeaways. Um, but just two things to, to shout out. I think first off, um, just the moment of transition. Um, she shares the story uh, from Clearwater to Bob Jones and just how that happened and um, just the faith that took place and, and God's hand in that move. Um, and then just with culture building, you could tell that uh, she's built great cultures now at two places and uh, and probably more, but um, yeah, I think the, the culture piece, I really liked how she's clear on what they're all about there at Bob Jones. Yeah, good stuff. It was a great conversation with Dr. Denny. Appreciate her taking the time among uh, in the midst of her volleyball season. So we're grateful for that. Uh, we want to remind all our listeners, you know, our purpose in this podcast is to serve you, to serve coaches through conversation so they can lead like Jesus. Enjoy Dr. Denny. All right, welcome to another episode of the Christian Coach Podcast. I'm so excited to introduce our guest, Dr. Vicki Denny. How are you, Coach? Hey, I'm doing great today. Thanks for having me. Oh, it's awesome. Thanks so much for taking the time to be with us. Uh, those who listen to the show, our power question is what we start off with. So, Coach Denny, what does it mean to you to be a Christian coach? Well, you know, that's a great question. Um, I see myself as a Christian who just happens to coach, right? So, my first priority is that Christian part. And, um, you know, it's just to glorify God in whatever you do. And God's given me the great opportunity to strive to glorify him through the arena of sports. And I've been very thankful for that. Awesome. And like you said, glorifying God using our platform. And for your platform, it's been volleyball for other coaches, whatever sport that is. I love that. Uh, let me ask you this, coach. Um, growing up, where'd you grow up? Born and raised? Tell us as much or as little as you'd like about your, your childhood, uh, siblings, parents, things like that. Right. Dayton, Ohio. So I'm an Ohio State fan, Buckeye oh, fan. Nice. Um, right. And um, grew up 
grew up in a neighborhood of, of all boys. So, uh, you know, I grew up playing whatever sport they were playing. And I think that kind of led the foundation for me to end up to do what I'm doing today. Uh, I have one sister, uh, my mom and dad did not grow up in a Christian home. Uh, my mom came to know the Lord when I was about nine, uh, which made a big difference in our family. Uh, but I'm very thankful for uh, good mentors in my life, people who came alongside me um, that helped me grow my faith, you know, before I went on to college. So um, very thankful for my background and how the Lord had special people along the way to speak into me. That's good. That's good. Speaking of people that have uh, spoken into you, I know leadership, mentorship's big to you. Uh, who are some of the mentors that you've had in your life? And then maybe uh, specifically what, what lessons they, they've taught you? Yeah, that's a, that's, you know, I look back, I've had so many people who um, took time, you know, out of their busy schedule to speak into my life. Uh, two individuals really stand out. First of all, Coach Don Casey. Don Casey was a volleyball coach at Oak Forest Christian School, a little Christian school outside Chicago. Uh, he had played Olympic level volleyball. He was a, uh, he was a great mentor. Uh, he got saved through the Oak Forest ministry, and then he was a public school elementary teacher, and then he coached this little Christian school, and he had some outstanding teams. And so we would compete against each other, and, uh, you know, I was brand new out of college, didn't know much about coaching, but just watching him, watching him with his young ladies, first of all, he knew the game. He, he, he really knew the game. He was one of the best basic skills coach techniques I ever uh, was around. Uh, but more than that, I just saw how he really – loved his players, um, you know, and then having his players later on who played for me in college and, and just the reoccurring theme with coach Casey was he loved his girls. He loved, he loved volleyball, but more importantly, he loved really um, pouring into them. Uh, he would have a prayer list and he prayed for every one of his players and continued to pray for every one of his players after they graduated. So for me, that was just um, as a new coach um, seeing that there's so much more uh, than the wins and losses and, um, Coach Casey uh, with me with the Lord a couple of years ago, but I was able, you know, as I continued my career to keep touching base with him, even towards the end. And uh, he was always just such an encouragement to me. And so I'll forever be indebted to Coach Casey. And my, much my philosophy of coaching volleyball surrounds uh, what he taught me during those early years, especially. And then pride number two, someone you're very familiar with, Coach Del Lubina. Yeah. Uh, Coach Lubina was at Clearwater Christian College with me for 25 years. Um, he was a great mentor. Uh, the thing about Coach Wunaw, and probably at the time I didn't appreciate it as much as I do now, but like it didn't matter what was happening, he was always positive, yeah. always positive. You know, the roof could be falling in, and Coach Wunaw <laughs> would have something good to say about it. That's true. <laughs> used to drive me crazy. Um, but I, again, I saw how he came along, uh, young men, and again, knew the game, um, but more importantly, was mentoring young men uh, for their future to be, you know, husbands and fathers. And um, I just really learned a lot with coaching style, um, dealing with situations. Um, and then just like who he was, um, I, I just really appreciated his, his testimony. And uh, it was a privilege to be with him for 25 years at Florida Christian. Awesome. Appreciate you sharing that. Great mentors. I know in my life, looking back, just uh, lessons we learned, we didn't even realize it at the time, but now we look back and just thankful for those mentors. You mentioned, uh, the power of prayer for your athletes. Boy, that's something that I think our coaches, especially younger coaches, didn't, don't really grasp. I know I did it. You know, the power of praying for our kids. And then you use the word love. I think a lot of times we love, at least for me, we, we love our kids. And earlier in my career, I loved them as athletes. And so when I loved them as athletes, it's what they can do for me 
but when you turn it and then you love them as people, it's what I can do for you. Exactly. Exactly. So good. So good. Um, All right. Let me ask you this. uh, Again, with Dr. Vicki Denny, she's currently at Bob Jones University up in Greenville, South Carolina. Uh, I actually had Dr. Denny as a professor when I was at Clearwater Christian College. So back in the early uh, mid 90s, but you did an incredible job at Clearwater. So I'm looking at your career a little bit. I know you started off um, as a high school coach, probably high school teacher, you did that for a few years, and then you uh, entered that collegiate realm. So talk about, you know, um, maybe that transition from high school to college, because some of our listeners are coaches, and they have the dream, that desire, those goals to be a college coach. Yeah, well, you know, I, I always felt like coaching was what I wanted to do. Back in those days, uh, there was no such thing as a full-time coach uh, at the college level, at, at least at the lower levels of, of college, especially for women. So, you know, knowing that I was going to need to do something else besides coaching, that was not going to pay the bills. So, um, you know, I love teaching. And so I believe teaching is an important part of the coaching process. So I had the great opportunity uh, after my four years at a Christian high school to transition up to Maranatha Baptist Bible College. And Dr. Cederholm and his wife were uh, big proponents of uh, Christian athletics. And so uh, I had the opportunity to coach volleyball, basketball, and softball for the women up there, along with my teaching responsibilities. And it was a good opportunity to just get my feet wet in, wet in the college ranks. You know, um, kind of fell in love with volleyball. And uh, then as I transitioned to Clearwater Christian College, uh, the idea was that I would uh, just coach one sport and that would be volleyball. And so, uh, you know, I was at Clearwater 26 years, very thankful for my 26 years there. Uh, Loved the college, loved the people there. It was a special place. And I was able to grow and develop uh, into the coach that I am today under some, again, great mentors. I agree totally. Special place, Clearwater. I am a product of the university and enjoyed my time there. Take me back there, Coach, a little bit. Uh, as you said, you were there for 26 years and uh, coming out of, uh, like you said, high school and then that, the other uh, college, Maranatha. Just talk about that culture you developed there at Clearwater. You you guys were known, uh, you were on the map for women's volleyball. I, I, I've been to your games. I've been to the environment, competed with some of the uh, big schools, the big programs, but just talk about maybe developing that culture and, and down there at Clearwater in Florida. Right. Again, you have to, in order to be able to do that, you have to have support, right? So I felt like we had great support with Dr. Euster as the president, uh, with Coach Rubinaw as the athletic director. And then uh, you've got to get the athletes and the Lord really blessed us. Um, you know, over the years, we just seem to always be able to get that one or two athlete that would really help us, mm-hmm. uh, you know, be able to be competitive against some of the bigger schools. Wow. Uh, so I'm very thankful the Lord uh, took care of us and, you know, he did the recruiting for us. And uh, he, I, I'm just thankful he gave us so many wonderful young Christian women who bought into the idea of doing your best and giving everything you have and striving for excellence and doing that while they were doing their studies and while they were busy with everything else. Um, it's a really special group of young ladies I'm very thankful for. I'm sure incredible memories when you think back to those days. Uh, tell us a little bit about then the transition up to Bob Jones University and as much or as little as you'd like uh, trans positioning out of Clearwater and basically starting over and developing and starting a women's volleyball at Bob Jones. They never had it, correct? 
Right. Um, it was it was crazy. Right. Uh, Clearwater closed. We had the meeting, I remember, in June and we all got called in and it's Clearwater's closed at the end of the wow. month. And there was just shock, just wow. shock. Nobody saw it coming. Um, one of the faculty members started singing to God be the glory. Great wow. things he has done. And that kind of set the tone for us who were in shock, but recognizing God is sovereign mm. and God is good. And, you know, little by little, uh, God began putting people in different places. Never thought I would leave Clearwater, never had a desire to leave Clearwater. Um, about three or four weeks after Clearwater closed, Dr. Pettit decided to pull the trigger and start women's volleyball at Bob Jones University. Wow. And, um, you know, God's timing. Um, you know, I had sovereignty again, that's sovereignty, right? Exactly. Uh, I had graduated from Bob Jones, never thought mm. I would be back there. You know, they didn't have intercollegiate sports and I really felt God had called me to be a college coach. Um, but yes, in God's sovereignty, um, I didn't have to pray very long about that decision because <laughs> it's like, well, thank you, Lord. I, I didn't know where I was going to end up. I still thought I had a few years of coaching left in me. And to be able to start from the beginning, from scratch, for a coach that was pretty much towards the end of her career, uh, it kind of gave me a second wind. Mm. Uh, I really uh, just be able to come in and, and so much support from the university uh, to, to get the program off the ground. And again, the Lord bringing in some quality young ladies right at the beginning so that, you know, we could kind of start the culture the way we wanted it. I always say, you know, all the mistakes I made early on, hopefully I learned from Right. So that uh, we were a little further along when we started uh, the volleyball program at Bob Jones. And I, I had a I had a front row seat watching you start the program, following your career a little bit. And now you're starting, I believe, year seven. Is that correct at Bob yep. Jones? Seventh year in volleyball. Awesome. Talk about, like you said, starting the program now, learning from mistakes, developing the culture now at Bob Jones and now putting them on the map as a volleyball school. Well, you know, uh, the first year, the, the hardest part of the first year was we didn't have upperclassmen. We didn't have that leadership within the team to help, you know, with our culture. So we all were freshmen and uh, really missed those upperclassmen being able to lead. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, girls stepped in. Again, we got a couple of good recruits that came in. I had one girl I actually had committed to Clearwater who actually uh, came up with me and, and she was my first recruit to Bob Jones, Aaron Jarvis. And, you know, when you, when you set a culture, you've got to have buy-in. You've got to have the players who are going to, you know, come alongside. And uh, to be honest, we talked about the culture and I let them have, you know, uh, a part in developing that culture, what they wanted as far as a, a Christian community of young ladies who wanted to strive for excellence. We wanted to be competitive. Um, you know, we do not give athletic scholarships. So there's going to have to be the athlete that comes for the total program, not just the volleyball. And, you know, the young ladies bought into it. They, they began to develop some good leadership within their own ranks. And, um, you know, I'm really pleased where we're at now, you know, in our seventh year, the God has blessed us. Again, you have to have the athletes who buy in and they're going to, you know, give you everything they've got. And I feel like the Lord has given us some, again, fine young ladies who have come through our program to help us be where we are right now. Correct me if I'm wrong. Bob Jones is now NCAA Division Three, correct? Right. We're in our last year provisional. Everything okay. looks great. We'll be full members next fall. Um, that's been about a five-year process. It's quite a process to get that, yeah. uh, but uh, we'll be division three full members in the fall of 23. Okay. 
Well, let me ask you this. At that level and coming from Clearwater, the NCCAA, and now the Division Three, you mentioned, you know, not being able to provide athletic scholarships. How does that work or look for you for recruiting as, as you go to these high schools and, and recruit these girls? Because you, you get talent. I've seen the girls that you have. Yeah, you know, I think at any level, you've got to find those uh, players that are going to be a good fit for your program. Um, you know, obviously, Bob Jones, um, you know, we're a unique Christian university. I would say we're intentionally Christian. We're not Christian in name only. Uh, so trying to find those young ladies uh, who are high level players, but really do desire to have that Christian community, that opportunity to be in a place where people are going to be speaking into you spiritually. Um, you know, we found out, I mean, it's always the bottom line, right? And so we're able to provide packages. You know, I get girls that have academic scholarships. I have girls that have leadership scholarships. So at the end of the day, often we can put together a, a package that's actually less than yeah. maybe another school that's providing a athletic scholarship. Gotcha. Um, but that's always a challenge too, because, you know, the, the high school kids dream is to get the athletic scholarship. Of course. So, so we just have to, again, we just package it differently. Uh, but again, I think the key for whatever level um, you're trying to recruit at is, is to be honest about who you are and then to go after those players that will be good fits for your program. I always say, you know, if you're not happy at Bob Jones, we're not going to be happy at Bob Jones and it's not going to be a, a good situation. So I just try to, um, you know, this is who we are. We're not for everybody, but we are for some of you. And uh, again, um, when they come, you know, they know that they're going to get loved on. They're yeah. going to be challenged. And they're going to get great education. And in the meantime, they get to play a little volleyball. Yeah. Well, it's obvious, Coach. Uh, you, you know, you love your sport. You love uh, – there's the passion in you. But you love your girls. You love the athletes and the relationship you have. Um, you're very humble. You give credit to where credit's due. And, and you alluded to that, giving God the glory, uh, surrounding yourself with a good support staff. I'm going to read you. Uh, a little bit of stuff because uh, you wouldn't talk about this. But as you listen to this, tell me what thoughts go through your mind, okay? An inductee into both the NCCAA and CCC Hall of Fames. Uh, Denny was named NCCA District Coach of the Year seven years in a row. NCCAA Regional Coach of the Year 13 years. NCCAA National Tournament Coach three times. And NCCAA National Coach of the Year six years. Denny's teams at Maranatha Clearwater won the NCCAA National Championship 14 times, including winning the National Championship eight years in a row. Eight years in a row, people. Um, let's see. And were runner-up for five years. In 2018, after only their third year of competition, she led Bob Jones to their first-ever NCCAA National Volleyball Championship. In the fall of 2016, Coach Denny achieved a milestone of 1,000 career college wins. That's impressive, Coach. And again, I, I'm reading that. You're not telling us that. But for our listeners, that's impressive. What comes to mind when you hear that? I'm old. <laughs> <laughs> I've been doing this a long time. Yeah. Um, you know, I I'm just grateful. I'm grateful that God has given me the opportunity to do what I love to do. Yeah. Um, I think this is what he's gifted me to do. I don't think there's a better place for any of us to be right where God wants us doing what God has enabled us and gifted us to do. Uh, so I'm just very thankful for that. And then again, um, as I think about all those years, uh, so many incredible young ladies coming through my program mm. that have, um, have taught me a lot. Um, you know, as a young coach, 
you know, making lots of mistakes, um, maybe not as many mistakes now, um, but I'm still learning and I'm still learning from my players. I think there are times they teach me more than I teach them. Um, mm -hmm. I'm just thankful again, that God has allowed me to do this for as many years as he has. That's awesome. Uh, to quote Coach Wubanon, I sure I'm sure he got this from someone else, but you talked about learning. He would tell us in some of his classes, when you are through learning, you are through. So Correct. the idea of yeah. uh, constantly learning, that is so good. Um, let me ask you this, Coach. Uh, I know it was important to you in your time at Clearwater, but um, the idea of a coach who may be interested in a missions trip, maybe um, traveling overseas, or it doesn't even have to be overseas, doing that service project with their teams. I know you were involved in that. Any uh, advice or insight for that coach who may be approached with a missions trip for their team? Do it. Yeah. Do it. Um, there's no better way. I, I tell you, our goal, and it has been ever since I started coaching college, is once every three to four years, at least once in that player's career, they get the opportunity to give back, to go somewhere else, to see another part of the world. Um, and, you know, anybody that's been on a mission trip knows that God works on you and, mm -hmm. and does more for you than you could ever do for the people you minister to. Right. And, you know, I've seen, you know, sometimes a cocky kid that needs a little like rubbing off, you know, goes, goes into some, you know, really small village with these little, little kids that have nothing. And then just see how God uses that to, you know, mm -hmm. melt their heart and recognize so much they had to be thankful for. Um, you know, it takes time, you know, you got to get the money raised. You've got to, you got to get everybody on board. Now, you know, COVID kind of put things on hold. Yeah. Uh, we're actually going to Guatemala next summer with our, our team. I'm so excited. Awesome. Um, but it's worth it. Um, you know, even at myself as a coach, kind of get uh, recalibrated, right? Kind of got reset. Like, why do we do this? And, you know, we say we do it as a, a way to honor the Lord, glorify God, but also as a platform. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, sport is international language. You go yeah. anywhere you go, you get a ball out. And sometimes the volleyball gets kicked around rather than the volley, but, but you bring that ball out and immediately you have people coming from all over the place yeah. um, because sports is just an international language. So um, yeah, I highly recommend mission trips and even like um, doing mission work, you know, like we go to a, a nursing home here in town and we do bloom volleyball. Right. And it's just, you know, it's so special yeah. uh, for my young people to interact with that older generation. Um, and a lot of them are godly saints and, um, my heart gets blessed just to watch that. Yeah, that, that's cool to see your your passion with that. And I know it was important to you and it's it's life changing. And like Nike says, just do it. Find yep. a way, just do it. So appreciate you sharing that a little bit. Again, we're with Dr. Vicki Denny. She is the head women's volleyball coach up at Bob Jones University in Greenville, uh, South Carolina. We're getting ready to wrap things up, coach. Uh, but I did want to ask you this. You mentioned the word culture. Culture is kind of the hot topic within programs and things like that. Um, what are some themes, um, Bible verses, phrases, quotes that you can share that have been part of your culture either this year or in the years past? Okay, coming to Bob Jones, kind of like, you know, what's going to be our culture here? We came up with four key, uh, like, pillars or cornerstones. The first one is faith. Obviously, faith is the most important. Um, our faith in God. You know, we have saving faith. And then we have growing faith and, and then we have the faith to give to others. Um, and so sharing faith, we call it. So faith is that first cornerstone. And then we talk about, you know, family, family's important. And, you know, our team is a family. So, 
you know, families go through good times and bad times, but we're still family. And so we really tie into that concept. And then focus is the next cornerstone. And it's just like, okay, whatever you do, let's do it, the focus. And so the sense of excellence and integrity, we come under that focus. And then I added fun, um, you know, as I've gotten older, um, you know, I say, don't, don't miss out on the fun. I think maybe as a young coach, I, I lost that. I always say my definition of fun of doing hard things well. That's fun because if you've ever done anything that's hard and you've accomplished it, that's a lot of fun. Um, but, you know, that that pillar is just keep things in perspective. Um, a good friend of mine, Beth Curry, remember her? She used to yep. say it's not brain surgery, you know. Yeah. And so just just enjoy it. You know, just enjoy the process. I always tell our college players this is four years of her life. It's going to go by so fast, going to go by so fast. So don't lose the opportunity to just love it, enjoy it, have fun with it. And so faith, family, focus, fun, those are our four core values. And then obviously from there, we develop uh, those concepts out. That's so good. I love the pillars. Easy to remember, too, with the with the F's right there. So thanks for sharing that. That's incredible. All right, Coach, we're going to end things up here a little bit. And here's what I do uh, with some of our guests is I call it my rapid fire. Okay, so I start the stopwatch. I give you a minute. I have 10 questions and you just tell me the first thing that comes to your mind. So I put some pressure on our guests, but you can handle it. This should be Uh, fun. Yeah, this should be fun. Right. Exactly. (laughs) So the first thing that comes to your mind, some of them are your favorite things and things like that. Okay. All right. Are you ready? Yep. All right. Your favorite snack or junk food? Snickers. Oh, nice. Your go-to restaurant? Uh, I like anything Cuban. Okay. Nice. Favorite sport to play? Golf. Oh, nice. Favorite sport to watch? Volleyball. All right. Car or truck? Mustang. Oh, nice. All right. Beach house or cabin in the woods? Beach house. Favorite ice cream? Uh, I like snickerdoodle type ice cream, you know, and that mix. There you go. Uh, Favorite Bible character? David. David. Uh, Favorite Bible verse? Galatians 2.20. I'm crucified with Christ, but I nevertheless I live. Great verse. And last but not least, you knocked it out of the park. All right. Your one word that's on the back of your license plate. You have a specialized license plate and you get to put one word. What word are you putting on the back of that license plate? Oh, man, you got me on that one. I know. Uh, I got a lot of time left, though, right? (laughs) Yes, you do. You got 15 seconds. Looking up. Can I do that? That's too many words. Look up. We'll we'll put put a little dash in there. Look up. Awesome. I love it, coach. Uh, As we close, uh, we always take the time to just ask our guests, what can I pray for, for you, about you, your program, your family? What can we pray about? And we'll close in prayer. Yeah, I appreciate that. Um, We've had a crazy start to our season. Uh, We're down to nine players, smallest squad I've had. Uh, We've had some injuries, some other things come up, but you know, um, my, my, the, the players I have left, they're doing an incredible job. So just pray for them that they don't grow weary and well-doing and they'll, and they'll keep looking up. We all keep looking up so that we can finish the season well. Okay. So that bench, when you look down, it's pretty, it's pretty <laughs> scarce. <laughs> hey, everybody's going to get playing time this That's year. That's right. That's right. Well, let's do this coach. Uh, we'll close in prayer. How about that? That sounds great. God, thanks for an incredible conversation. Thank you for Dr. Denny. Thank you for her testimony through uh, the years that I've known her and her faithfulness and how you you've had a, your hand on her life sovereignty the providence of who you are and how you direct her in different areas of her life thank you for what she's doing at Bob Jones thank you for what she's done in the past 
And she specifically mentioned her team and the season and the roster and these girls that they, they won't grow weary, that they will just uh, persevere. They'll fight through this, that you'll keep them safe, um, that you'll bless them as they finish out their season. Uh, again, thank you for the opportunity we have to connect and to share. Thank you for our audience taking the time to listen. In Christ's name, amen. 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 Oh man, that uh, I love that. I love that episode. Dr. Denny was so good. Um, very fun to listen to. Very fun to watch the video. Um, but yeah, there's a special moment, I think, you know, as things close down at Clearwater Christian to uh, have faith that they, they're living for the glory of God. And so, you know, they, they didn't panic. They trusted the Lord and, and look at this door that opened for Dr. Denny. And um, I think that was that was special and big takeaway. And, uh, and then just, I love the, the culture piece, faith, uh, focus, fun and family, uh, all, all with the letter F, but I think those were, were great. Um, really good for her to be implementing that. Yeah. Again, so grateful for her spending time with us. Enjoyed that conversation. Again, it took me back 25 years ago sitting in her class. She is the real deal. And uh, volleyball was put on the map down there at Clearwater. She's doing some great things up at Greenville. Uh, again, congrats on an incredible season, winning that national title. But you can see uh, it, it's more than volleyball. It, it's her ministry. It's her platform to uh, share Christ and the things she's doing with her girls, with the missions trips and building that culture. Um, just God, God has his hand on her life, and it's obvious. So enjoyed uh, spending time with her. Yeah, and, and even just with, as you talk about ministry of coaching, um, it's just special for her first recruit at Bob Jones to be a person she had a relationship with, a recruit from the previous school. And um, just in this ministry of coaching, we know there's so many coaches out there uh, with such a tremendous platform and, and influence. And so just as we're, we're putting this podcast out, trying to uh, help coaches, it'd be a huge uh, gift to us if you just hit copy copy and paste and just share this with the coach that that's special to you um, to try to just help spread the word um, so that mo more coaches can have access to these amazing stories, these amazing testimonies of what God's done in, in so many coaches' lives. And um, just as you're, wherever you're at listening to this episode, uh, we end every, every episode the same. And it's just a reminder for us as well, but just remember that the mission field is right where you're at.